got to go listen to Rainbow Room. That was terrible. That was terrible. I'm not zigzag. I am no zigzag. Guys. I can confirm that you are not zigzag. Guys, we're watching Holes. You're more of a zag-zig. Yeah, agreed. I'm more of a Stanley Yeomans. I'm main character material. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. We're a family of sidekicks. Oh, ain't that the <laughs> truth? I'm trying to think now. Which which of the boys would I be like squid? Yes. Smaller shovel, smaller hole with the honey and the tortilla. I'm totally squid. Are you kidding? Anyway, uh, who are you? Zero? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm zero. Mom? Mom is definitely Pendansky. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I was saying that you were Pendansky. They call him mom. Oh, that's right. I'm Pendansky. Great. Sure, mom could be Pendansky. <laughs> and dad is the warden. Sigourney Weaver. Caitlin is... X-ray. No, Chris no, is X-ray. she's not. Chris is X-ray. Caitlin's zigzag. I feel like I would be zigzag because he's paranoid all the time. Is Caitlin Magnet? No, Caitlin's Twitch. Who are we talking? <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? Okay, well, enough. Um, so we've been gone for a long, long time. Did you miss us? We we went on vacation. We and then like by I feel like when we went on we vacation, lost a pet. Yeah, uh, a our lot happened. Our beautiful cat Angel, who has, has been on this podcast, you've heard yeah, him. He has passed away. Rest and, in peace. Uh, rest in peace. 15 years. What an old dude. Love the guy. He almost made it to 16, too. Yeah. But, uh. Like, like um, two months away. Yeah. But he was, he was shutting old. down, man. And so that was really sad. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, we went on our trip, which was two weeks. We went, um. We went to Atlanta area. We went to North Carolina. We went to Florida. Went to Ohio. We tried to go to Washington D.C., but all the all the roads were shut down for whatever they were doing. Yeah, I guess that didn't work out. Was doing something? Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. Um, But it was really fun. And then by the time we got back, we lost track of everything. Because remember, we had taken that long break. Then we came back in like February, and then all of March, April, May, uh, Mm -hmm. and June mostly, we've been gone. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of gave up. But but uh, we're back. We're back with a better schedule and hopefully no more pet deaths. Fingers cr- Well, we don't have any pets. I have pets. Oh, shoot. I have two frogs. But they're supposed to live until they're like 16, so. Well, so is Angel. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, you have a, do you have a story or was that your story? That was my story. I don't have a specific thing. I mean, we could talk about more things from the trip if you want. I don't know. Um, what's a specific... Oh, we could talk about how mom almost died at a Waffle House. Oh my gosh, yeah. Go for it. Okay, we went on that trip, and when we were in Atlanta area, we went to a Waffle House in the morning, and our mother started choking on what? Like a piece of bacon or something? Well, she... Yeah, she ordered waffles (laughs) and bacon. Yeah. And she started eating the bacon, and then... All of a sudden, she started choking on it. It it was weird. She's... It sounded like she was just, like, coughing. Like, she just went... (laughs) And then all of a sudden we looked at her. And she was like, she couldn't breathe. Yeah, she couldn't breathe. So then we got out of like the <laughs> booth and then she got out and there was a guy who was making Working. waffles. I think he was the one making waffles, right? Yeah. Or maybe pancakes or something. And then he comes over and he he was like, are you all right? And uh, by that point she was okay. But what's funny is we were sitting right next to the posters that said, in case of choking, here's like the Heimlich maneuver. And then right next to that, it was like um, the certified health, like paramedic, I guess. Yeah. In the staff was the guy who came over to say, are you okay? Well, he was (laughs) like, he was multitasking being the certified person and then also just doing his job. Yeah. And he was making waffles (laughs) and he heard mom like, cough like like he what thought we it was a sneeze and he thought it was a sneeze and he said bless you yeah <laughs> and then apparently so he told us this afterward when he came over to check on her yeah and he was like well i feel so bad <laughs> because i thought 
you sneeze. So I said, bless you. And then I turned around and I said, oh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then for the rest of the trip and still ongoing, Aria and I always say, oh, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? We, there are qu- kind of, quite a few quotes that we yeah. gained. Uh, there was a dude. Pirates of the Caribbean ride. We were in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and this, there was a couple who was not paying attention. And they were using fast lane too. So it was like. They you, weren't getting on the boat, even no. though they're supposed to be getting on And the dude on was it. like, all right, you can get on the boat now. Get on the boat. You can get on the boat. Get on the boat. And he started snapping. Yeah. And then we get in the boat that's behind them. And <laughs> his looks his face is so funny. He looks over to like his coworker and he just has this side. like, are you kidding me? Like you if you've ever worked in customer service, you know the exact yeah. face we're talking about. And uh <laughs> he literally goes, Be aware of what is going on. Yeah, and he said it while he was snapping. He's like, Be aware of what is going on. And we and say that all the time. As we were riding off into the pirates ride. And Melissa we and I heard just that died. in the background and it was the best thing ever. It was. It sure was. Um, okay, Erie, do you get a synopsis for Holes? I do. Like I do. you need one. Come on. I've seen this movie probably, well, it came out in 2003, and I've seen this movie probably over a billion times. Um, it's one of my faves, Shia LaBeouf, an icon. Keeping it real. <sighs> yes. The soundtrack's really good on this. Honestly, would watch again. Um, right now. And <laughs> we just watched it. <laughs> so, I, there's no two-sentence pitch. There was on Disney+. Plus. But when I looked it up, it's like a paragraph. So can you actually go back? Oh, yeah, sure. I can go. That's that's it. All right. The Yelnets family curse lands a young Stanley at Camp Green Lake. That's the two-sentence pitch. That's just one sentence. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be a one-sentence pitch, though? It is. I don't know where I came up with two. I don't know where you did either. Okay. So... We start this movie off uh, with the song, and there's a kid named Barfag who purposefully puts his foot near a rattlesnake so that he no longer has to be at this camp. And honestly, that sets the tone for the movie. You know, this is a miserable place, worse than death. This guy risked his life to get out of there. You gotta go dig them holes, you know? Yeah. Um... And so after that wonderful first scene, we see a pair of shoes fall from the sky and hit Shia LaBeouf in the face. Oh, Shia LaBeouf, who on plays Stanley on the ants. Um, and I mean, I guess the background. <coughs> <coughs> also, what's the halfway point? Just when I get to halfway of this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The background of this family is they're the Yelnats. They're all, all of their firstborn sons are named Stanley because it's Yelnats spelled backwards. Um, so he's the fourth. Stanley is being investigated basically because he got hit with a pair of shoes and those shoes were stolen from a homeless shelter. Like a, yes. not a shelter, but like almost a a charity auction giveaway for homeless people. And they had fallen from the sky, hit Stanley in the head, and he started running and then the police thought he was the one that stole them. So then they go to his uh, apartment where he lives with his mom and dad. His dad is trying to figure out how to get rid of stinky shoes. Yeah. Like the, that's his, that's what his goal life's in life goal. is. Which is the funniest life goal. <laughs> also, it's Henry Winkler who's the who's best. Who's the best human being. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So then they are basically in court for the this trial and stanley gets sentenced he says he he can either go to jail or i'll send you to camp green lake and he's like well i've never been to camp so then they send him off and i said what does he mean jail they would have sent him to juvie for that that's not something you go to jail for you're gonna be sentenced for life like prison <laughs> petty theft or small theft that would not land you in like no. an actual jail center and then anyway. when he's on the bus he sees uh, like a ghost almost. A well, he doesn't know he's a ghost. It's like a figment of his imagination. He probably thinks he's going crazy because it disappears. But it's of a, a man with a horse and buggy. A horse? A donkey. I'm so sorry. Harry, get your animal straight. Yeah, so then he ends up at this Camp Green Lake, which is does not have a lake. It's dried up. Um, John Voight is Mr. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Tim, Tim Blake Nelson is Dr. Pendansky. Honestly, probably John's uh, most iconic role. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sure. For me. And uh, so he gets to this camp. Mr. Sir's 
touring him around the place, telling him you get uh, cold showers, you have two outfits. They're basically the same orange jumpsuit. One is for work, one is for relaxation. When your work one is too dirty, you clean it and wear your relaxation ones all the time. He warns him about yellow spotted lizards. And he says he can run if he wants to. Uh, Like, they're not going to stop him, but they're the only source of water for miles. Yeah, so there's no point in running. And then this is kind of when we get introduced to Dansky and all of the other uh, kids that are at this juvie camp. There's Magnet, Armpit. Zigzag, Armpit, X-Ray, Squid. And that redhead guy that we always talk about. The the redhead redhead, Okay, so I didn't notice the redheaded extra until um, I went and watched this with Jamie Anzavino. And they pointed out to me um, this redheaded extra who, like, is acting to save their life. Like, this extra was like, this is my big break. Yeah. And it's probably my... He does a great job. My favorite thing. Uh, and then we're introduced to Zero, who's hmm. probably the most important character of the whole fucking movie. Aside from Stanley. <laughs> no, he's more important than Stanley. I think what I really like about this movie slash book, I guess, is like the different timelines, like the three different stories. We get like three flashbacks Mm -hmm. or even like four. Yeah, kind of. They're different like eras, even Mm -hmm. with the same characters. Yeah. But um, But I like the going back and forth because it feels like it's. There's history here. Like it all comes back to one thing. Yeah. But they're also vastly different stories. Right. But all of them center around some sort of love. And I like that. Yeah. Um, so Zero, Pendanski's a dickhead to Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't call him by his real name, which is Hector, which we learn later. So Pendanski is literally the worst. And <laughs> But but that's the thing is like Zero doesn't talk to anyone. Zero doesn't talk to anybody, but Pendansky, Pendansky <laughs> he calls everybody else by their like he calls armpit Theodore. The name on their birth certificate, right. basically. But Zero he get. does not. And it's like, all right, you're a dick. Yeah. So um, he's getting to know these people. They're all kind of hard on him, which I feel like is standard for where they're at. <laughs> it's like basically a juvie center. <laughs> so they're making fun of him. And we keep, like you said, getting flashbacks of his. So it also kind of goes back to each Stanley Yelmats. <laughs> yeah. So the f- first flashback is his parents and grandfather are talking to him about his great-grandfather, who almost got killed by kissing Kate Barlow, mm-hmm. who was this Which rogue, criminal... Robber. Robber, murderer, who was going yeah. around. But if she'd have kissed him, she'd have killed him. So yeah. her, his great-great-grandfather did not get kissed by Kate Barlow. It's just his great-grandfather. I'm his sorry. great-great-grandfather is Elia Yelnats. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I thought he was three greats. No. All right, well, I clearly, all of the times I've watched this, I've never paid attention to how many it's grades they It's just two. Use. All right. Um, so we get a little flashback of that, and we'll learn a little bit more about the great-grandfather. Uh, so he escaped kissing Kate Barlow. Then we get to them digging holes, which is a big part of this movie. <laughs> Did you know that the uh, movie's called Holes? <laughs> they dig holes. And... Um, they basically have to dig the hole as deep as their shovel is. So the height of their shovel and yeah. as wide as their shovel. Yeah. So, so then we get another flashback, but it's even further flashback. About the great-great-grandfather, Elia, Elia Yelmaz. And we also see um, Madame Zeroni, who is Eartha Kitt, iconic. Uh, you just, I love that woman. I just do. Yes, rest in peace. And then there's Myra Minky and her father, Morris Minky. And he's in love. Elia's in love with Myra. He wants to marry her just based on her looks alone. But the Minkies are schmucks. <laughs> yeah, as Madame Zeroni points out. And she explains to him, well, here's how... Well, she really does say, she's like, the, the Myra is a dumbass. Like, why are you, you... You should move to America. Like, that's what my son did. Yeah, all the stuff, and then get he's, the hell out of here, out of Latvia. Yelnats, he's very um, persistent. Yeah, like he's like, no, I'm in love with her. I want to end up with her, and she's like, okay, fine. Then you can take the smallest pig that I have, take him up this mountain, let him drink from the stream, <clears throat> bring him back down. He'll grow every day. She says, every day the pig will grow. What is it? It's grow larger. 
and you will grow stronger. stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got um, the best lines in the whole movie. She does. And her laugh is iconic. Yeah. But yeah, so then... She says, but you have to promise me... That but- once you're married and this pig thing works, you have to come back and take me up the mountain so I can drink from the stream. And then I'm also stronger. So there's clearly some magic to carrying up the mountain. and Honestly, just going up the mountain and drinking from the, that stream or whatever, there's some sort of yeah. whatever. Um, and, we, and we keep getting these flashes of, you know, okay, S- now Stanley we see that they have a water holes. truck. You know, Mr. Sir or Pendanski mm-hmm. will bring out a water truck in the middle of the day for them to fill up their canteens. Yeah, so that way they're not, like, dead. <laughs> then we flash back again to Elliot. He's done this whole thing, and Myra is an idiot yeah well that's the thing is i said i was like it would be absolutely no contest like even if the one pig was smaller yeah she's just like, like which pig weighs marry, more marry this 50 year old dude who hasn't showered or marry the cute young guy it doesn't make any sense she's an idiot and then after realizing this he's like forget it he's you like, can keep, keep my both- pig yeah. i'm leaving and he goes to america but he forgets to go back for madame zaroni which is where this curse comes into play because their family will be cursed for always and eternity <laughs> i don't i can't i can't copy her laugh it's beautiful though you could never never anyway years. so then he's done with his we're hole. also we also are learning that zero is one of the fastest diggers in the whole um like crew of people yeah and he likes digging holes he says yeah. that later yep uh, he runs into a yellow-spotted lizard on his way back in, but Mr. Sir shoots at it and kills its head. And those yellow-spotted lizards, the kills CGI... Its Just its head. Yeah, it kills his head. The CGI uh, does not hold up, but I wouldn't expect it to. I mean, it's as good as it can get for a Disney yeah. movie in it's 2003. Like, it's like watching Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I, I don't think this was a high-budget film. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of like it. I kind of <laughs> like that it's not... It's not perfect, Overly but it's not, produced. it's not terrible either. No. It it feels more genuine. So, I mean, yeah. We got we kind of just get a lot of scenes of just the guys hanging out and talking about different things. Them, like them the lizards. Bonding. It's them bonding so we can, you know, learn their characters and, and yeah, learn Yeah, we learn about how Zigzag's more. paranoid. Magnet has got sticky fingers and likes he's a klepto. And, uh, Why is X-Ray X-Ray? I think just his glasses. I don't know. All right. I, I'm not sure, honestly. Squid? Don't know why he's named Squid. I don't know either. They also don't really focus on him a bunch, but no. I always thought he was cute. Still do. <laughs> um, he's the one that's got the real strong southern accent, but mm. they're supposed to be in Texas, so yeah. it's kind of weird that Stanley doesn't have a Especially southern since accent. It's funny that the mom <laughs> chose to have an accent, but nobody else in the family did. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. And then, uh, so he writes a let. he's been writing letters to his mom while he's at camp. He finds, that's the other thing is, he was told when digging holes, if you find anything interesting, bring it to Pendansky or Mr. Sir, and maybe the warden. We'll let you have the day off. Yeah, we'll let you have the day off if you find something good enough. So clearly, there's an ulterior motive to these kids digging holes. It's not just to build character. Even though that's what they say it's for. Yeah, so Stanley finds a fossil of fish, and Pendanski's like, he's like, this is not interesting. (laughs) This is just proof that there was life in this lake years ago. Right. Um, Oh, this is also when they start calling him a Neanderthal. Yeah, they call him Neanderthal. They call him Caveman. Caveman, but we don't realize that it's his nickname yet. Yeah. Then we get a flashback to a different time period where it's Sam and Kate Barlow. But this is before Kate. This is before Kate's villain era. So this is her <laughs> yeah. origin story. Basically. Yeah, this is her origin story. And we see the man who was with the donkey in the beginning of the movie. Yes, which is and Sam, played by Dule Hill. We love Dule uh, in this yeah, family. He's amazing. Um, he's selling onion juice because onions actually. Well, he's selling onions and onion juice. Well, okay, yeah, he's selling both. But onion juice and onions in general, can help um, keep yellow-spotted lizards away. Yes. I will also say... Which is a fun fact. And, and he's trading onions with Kate for peaches, because she makes these spiced peaches that he yeah. loves. Um, this is also where we get a... Um, trout. We get trout, and then we also get a cameo from the man who wrote the book, yeah. Lewis. <clears throat> um, yeah, he's... 
He's like a guy who's balding. And Sam's like, hey, my onions will help your head. <laughs> yeah. So Trout, we can already tell Trout. Uh, what's his last name? Walker? Yeah, I think it's Walker. Trout Walker. Yeah, that sounds right. He's a dickhead already, you can tell. Yeah. And he's got a gross gold tooth. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. And he's friends with the sheriff. Yeah, he's friends with the sheriff, of course. And so, he kind of own he owns the lake. Yes. My daddy owns the lake. Yeah. Um then we flash back to Stanley and his his trying to, you know, gain some sort of friendship with these people. And X-ray, X-ray approaches kind of him. threatening him, saying, like, you've only been here for three days. If you find anything interesting, you give it to me because I want a day off. Like it's only fair. And Stanley's like, Yeah, yeah, because he just wants you know, to to get in with the in. guys, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he agrees to that, and then, then we go into like a rec room. Yeah, they're in the rec room, which is where he's been writing letters, and now he gets into a fight with on accident. Yeah, on accident, he trips, and the guy starts sorry, pushing him by accident. Well, whatever. And then, um, they all try to stop him. Zero picks up a pool ball, and I was like, and Zero's ready to fuck someone. This up. is this is the thing. Zero. <laughs> gives no shits he Honestly, will beat the crap out of somebody this is why i think i'm zero 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 <laughs> is very protective over stanley regardless yeah and then this is when we find out they they're saying like nobody messes with the caveman and stanley's like i don't want to mess with anybody named caveman like i don't i'm not trying to be in a fight and they're like come on caveman and he's like oh, oh that's oh, that, my nickname i'm cave okay so All now right. he's in he's <laughs> in like flynn with the guys and zero's like i guess he's your name's- in there like swimwear <laughs> And Zero's like, your name's better than Barf Bag. That's true. And now he feels included, which is very which is cute. Super cute. However, then X Ray like pulls him, pulls Zero to the back of the line, and is like, "Caveman, you're with us now." And it's yeah, like, it's All really. Right. I, I get really upset with how Zero was treated the entire movie. yeah the entire movie. I just want to hug Zero and tell him it's okay. Then we so have then like we have this a weird re- rehab alcoholic anonymous <laughs> group. <laughs> I think it's just what Pendanski does as a doctor uh it's like his group counseling therapy session for each cabin so he's trying to get them all to open up and uh doing a terrible job and then he berates zero and zero doesn't want to talk and And the guys say well he only talks to stanley Mm -hmm. and then he that's when he says i like digging holes right which roll credits every time they say (laughs) holes you gotta roll credits uh then we get where Stanley has been writing these letters to his mom and his mom is writing letters back and he's reading this letter in his like yeah in like the and he's sleeping laughing. barracks and he's laughing and Zero's like why are you laughing he and he tells him, him the, the joke, joke of whatever his mom said and he's like I don't feel comfortable with you reading over my shoulder like that and Zero says I can't read and then he and then says looks and you- looks so sad yeah and then he says could you teach me and Stanley's like, I'm too tired, and uh, I just want to, you know, chill out once I'm done digging my hole. Yeah. And it's really sad, and I want to hug Zero again. And then Stanley, we we jump out back out to them digging holes, <laughs> and <laughs> which is a common theme here. Yeah. And uh, he Stanley actually finds in one of his holes like a little um, metal tube. Metal tube. They don't know what it is. They think it's a shotgun shell. They think it's a, a bullet. They think it's a bunch of things. And they don't know, but it has the initials KB with a heart on it. Yeah. And then he gives it to X-Ray. X-Ray's like, awesome. Uh, and originally, like, Stanley tries to fight him on it and say, hey, you that's not fair. I found it. Right. Or whatever. But or he says, he says something like, you can't do that. And X-Ray goes, why not? And he's he says, like, your, your hole's already dug. And then he's like, to kind of save face, he's like, why don't you save it for tomorrow? And then you'll get the whole day off instead of just, you know, half a day or yeah. less than half a day. And he's like, you're right. So then it's the next day. He pretends to find it in his hole, tells Pendansky, and he calls the warden in. And we get Sigourney Weaver. Looking iconic, being amazing. Excuse can me? Can you hear the empty, empty spaces? spaces? Yeah, all of her lines are the best. Basically, Sigourney and Eartha have the best lines <laughs> yeah. in this whole movie. And... And they she start starts digging, making them dig even more, but, twice as much. But they're digging in X-Ray's fake hole, not Stanley's original hole. Exactly. So they're digging in the wrong place, mm. which is why they're not finding anything. And we flash back to Kate and Sam. 
who are having a little flirtation they're doing like a princess bride thing where it's like instead of as that. yeah instead of as you wish it's i can fix it and then this beautiful song comes on and uh we get this nice montage where he's fixing he's just fixing crap and <sighs> he's rowing so hot. boats and Dooley Hill is so her. hot. It's for real. Oh, yeah. And then she's crying, reading a book. And then he, he kisses says, her. He says, I can fix that. And he kisses her. Oh, my her. gosh. Does it get better If a than man that? doesn't. <laughs> I yeah. don't want it. I yeah. just want to know, people out there, does it get any better than that? Absolutely not. So, and his name is Sam. I don't know if we've mentioned that. I have said Sam okay, quite good. a few times. Good, good, good. So, so then Barney we f- also has great outfits. <laughs> yeah, she does. So then we flash back again. This is another one where it's like, it's we back keep, and forth, back and forth. So we, we're back in there. They've done like a whole tunnel system through the and ground. And they're not finding And they're not anything. finding jack squat. Then we flash back and it's Kate and her schoolhouse is being burned up. Because Trout saw Kate Sam and, and Sam Kate. kissing yeah. in the schoolhouse. And then we see she goes to the sheriff who's like drunk and is like, give me a kiss. You kiss the that onion guy. picker. And it's just like, all right, you're racist and you suck. And he's like, it's not illegal for you to kiss him. It's illegal for him to kiss you, though. And then... And then she's like... He gets shot. Fuck you. And she runs outside and she's screaming Sam's name. And he... Yeah, Sam gets shot in the and lake. it's so depressing. It they like also killed the donkey, too. It's Ugh. just fucked up. They really... You fucked know, up on all levels. When a movie kills an animal, I just can't get behind <laughs> it. <laughs> Have I watched this, though, a billion times? Mm-hmm. hmm And... Uh, so then we cut back again. It's late at night. The, the guys are, are tired. They're exhausted. Um, we cut back again. <laughs> and we're back again, but now it's kissing Kate and Barlow. And this is now her villain era. She has become kissing Kate Barlow. She is now Harley and Quinn. She's, she's with the sheriff, <laughs> and she's gonna kill him. Yeah, she says, ass. you still want that kiss? Because he tried to sexually harass her earlier. Yep. And he's like, yeah. And then, and then, then she, she shoots and kills him and then kisses him on the cheek. And then she's like, okay, this is who I am now. Yeah, it's her <laughs> signature thing. Like the wet bandits in Home Alone. <laughs> How they're like, we got to flood each house that we rob. Okay, correction. One of them. Okay, yeah, sorry. It's like, we got to flood the houses. And the other one's like, you're Dan- an idiot. Daniel Stern. I don't know what his character's M- name is. Marv but- and Harry? I think Marv is the one who's like, we got to fill yeah. up the sinks. Yeah, it is. Anyway, so then we get like. We go um, back to the digging holes <laughs> with the boys. Digging <laughs> holes with the boys. And Magnet, while their waters are being filled. Magnet, because he's a little klepto. Yeah, he steals Mr. Sir's sunflower seeds. Which I don't think we mentioned. He's quit smoking. So these sunflower seeds are kind of like his nicotine. Yeah, he's gum. using them as like a chew tobacco thing but they're not and then they get stolen by um, magnet yeah and mr sir runs away <laughs> he runs away <laughs> he, drives he drives off he drives off. and magnet is throwing the sunflower seeds to each kid yeah he runs away could you imagine <laughs> he runs away scared for what yeah they're tossing the sunflower seeds back and forth to like they're sharing they're having a good time and it's it drops. a little bit of a prank it drops because stanley doesn't catch it and because stanley is cursed um, yeah <laughs> like this whole movie you're just kind of realizing like no no he really is cursed yeah. <laughs> like, so it now sucks. the empty sunflower seed bag is in his hole yeah because it spills everywhere and then mr sir realizes that the sunflower seeds are missing so he's hauling ass to get back to them yeah he comes back and then he finds his sunflower seed bag in, in Stanley's, Stanley's hole. thing with all of the sunflower seeds like in the hole as well. Yeah. So then he's like, what do we have here? Oh. And then Stanley um, takes the rap for it. Yeah. Like he doesn't tell Mr. Sir that Magnet did stole it or that any of the guys had any. And he takes he takes Mr. Stanley like, to the let's, warden. Let's see what the warden says about this. So then they get to her cabin. She's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, oh, we found something in Caveman's Hole. And she's like, very excited because she's like, oh, my gosh, we're getting closer and closer every day. Yeah. And then uh, they go in. He explains what happened. And you can see on the warden's face, she's like, okay. This is not what I wanted to hear. And then she says, Stanley, can you go get my nail polish off the wall? And he's like, sure. And then while he's doing that, he's looking around. He's seeing all the Kissing Kate Barlow, like, wanted posters yeah. that are just, like, in the house. And he, and then she asks Mr. Sir, you think Stanley did it? And he goes, no, I think he's covering. Which then, then I think makes her even more yeah, mad. Yeah, she's like, so you brought him here for me to punish him for nothing? What? Yeah. 
So then she's talking about her nail polish. She goes, it's a special recipe. I make it myself. It's got rattlesnake rattlesnake venom. venom. It's completely harmless when it's dry. And she's applying a fresh coat so it's Wet. wet. And then she slaps Mr. Sir across the face with, with the, the back, backhand. Yeah, she, she backhand back. slaps him. Uh, and he's like, oh, screaming <laughs> on the floor, like literally shaking. Yeah. And then she goes, you can go now. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me Trudy. And you're listening to QVCHS and NBCABCDFJ. Oh, it is so good to be back. What the fuck is wrong with you, Trudy? A lot. We go through all that rehab, all that counseling, all that jail time, all that court time. You you are unbelievable. And, and that's what you respond with? What? It is good to be back. Are you not happy being back? I am happy being back. As then happy what as are I you talking be. about? What is the point? What is the problem here? Drudy. I just say what I feel, and I feel what I say. And listen, do we need to go to more couples therapy? No. Okay. But what's your middle name, Drudy? What's yours? What's your list name? Um, I'm not at liberty to say that. What's Never mind. Name? Let's move on. Well, what's your middle name? At least tell me middle. Middle. It's embarrassing. I don't want to say it. My middle name is Drew. No, it's not. My, my You're name, lying to me, I'm Drudy. Lying. That's I fucking take, ridiculous. I take Bible. I swear on it. Your my full name is Joseph Drew Drude. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. I tell the, the exact truth. What is your middle name? Where the fuck is your mother? I need to talk to her and well, reprimand her. She's dead. Oh. What about your dad? She, uh, he left when my mom told him he was. she was pregnant. Okay. Uh, okay. Don't make me cry. I don't want to talk about my middle name, though, because it's a fucking stupid middle name. What is it? I told you mine. Mine is worse, probably. It's germanium. Like the flower? Yes. I like it. Wait, no, it's not. <laughs> Hang on. Let me do that again. You mean jury? <laughs> I like jury. <laughs> I'm doing that. Never mind. Okay. Just keep it. We'll cut that out. It's germanium. Like the flower? No, that's geranium. That's how stupid is it. She got the fucking flower name wrong. She said germanium. That's well, what they fucking put on my birth certificate. <laughs> Grooney. Can you believe that? Germanium. I she like couldn't it. even get it right. I listen, might as well just for have her, my for middle her. name be Germ. Listen, listen. For the, Trudy for Germ. <laughs> Trudy Germ. Listen, for a man like myself, I like it. What? Listen, I told that it's what it was called, the flower, because I'm stupid. Okay. Well, do you want to hear about the product, stupid? Absolutely. Okay, it is... Well, don't call me. I didn't say my name's Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me stupid. Well, that's what I hear every time. Don't make me cry on okay. national TV. Uh, listen, here's the product. Never before heard of. New fresh on the market. Fresh off the market. Fresh off the market. And it is called a Pila. Like, um... It's a peeler. Like for your skin? For, no. like, sunburn? No. You would die if you used it on your skin. Die? Yeah, because it's sharp. You peel potatoes. Oh, like a knife. You peel carrots. Okay, sure. It's kind of like a knife, but it, you can't cut something with it. You can only peel. Then what is point? Because you can peel potatoes. You can peel peaches. But I can peel... You can peel... But, but listen, go with me on this. I can what? peel potato with knife. What? I could peel a potato with a knife. I guess you could, but the point of the peeler is that it specifically takes off thin layers. The knife, you could take out a chunk. You get what I'm saying? With the peeler, you take thin layers, like a parfait. So you thin could, could, you make, um, could you use peeler on a potato yes. that doesn't have skin on it, but you just peel it to make like chips? I don't know. I feel like that'd be too thin. That is when you'd want to use a knife. But chips to are cut supposed it. to be thin. No, not that thin. You don't want to fry it so that it's just a burnt, crisp piece of shit. That's you know actually what I, what I prefer. Burnt and crisp. Well, you know what, Jordy? You can use the peeler for however you fucking want. You could peel your eyeballs out for all I care. Now, <laughs> That sounds very dramatic and gruesome, but all right. 
Yeah, it sounds like my kind of potty. Now, if you have enough, if you have allegedly, an appeal, should we have a peeling potty, in which we peel different things? All right, I'm done. I'll be there. Okay, cool. Um, don't inhale your spit too much. So, uh, yeah, with the peeler, I mean, you could peel an apple with it too. Oh, I love a good peel. Like you oh. don't even you didn't even know what a fucking peel was before you dumbass. Like an orange. Peel. No, you can't peel an orange with a peeler. No. Then what it's is the point? Because can I peel a banana? Rudy, listen to me. Can I peel a banana? With no, you? it's too thick. The outer skin on a banana and the outer skin on an orange—that shit is too thick. It would not work. You'd what be about, peeling for about, hours. What about kiwi? Mm, kiwi, you could probably try. Strawberry. Why the fuck would you want to peel a strawberry? You just eat the damn thing. You either crush it, you dice it. Grape. You, a grape? They did surgery on grape. The peel. What kind of shit are you watching? Uh, TikTok. Oh my god, you are so stupid. What? Why are you watching TikTok? I thought it was a Kesha app, but it is not. Turns out it's just a, like Vine, but worse. And longer. My attention span is not great, so it's really not good. It's like YouTube, but um, short. Really, Judy? I had no idea attention span was short. <sighs> Listen, do you want to know how much these things fucking go for? Or what? Uh, what? The potato peeling. Oh, yes! How much they cost? They cost $85,000 per That each. is so cheap! I, I want know. 500 of them. Well, then get to get to ordering on uh, JudyTrudy.com. Isn't that what it is? Or backslash JudyTrudy? Backslash Oh, that's right. We got rid of the .com. Yes, because .com, .gov, and .net all led to different sites. And if, if, the, if the screen says file not found or 401 error, uh, please know that that's your fault, not ours. Yeah, and look, up, um, if it look, says, look us up on Instagram and uh, then follow the links there if that doesn't show up that way. Yeah, and if it still says something went wrong or um, there's like a weird uh, arrow or like a Mozilla Firefox says, oops, we fucking fucked you over. Or uh, the little dinosaur shows up and says, oh, not found. It's yeah. your fault. It, that's definitely your fault. You should probably call IT or your IT department because, you know, you're all ordering this from a business. Yes, definitely. If you're residential, you should have an IT you should have an IT guy. We all have them. I don't yeah, know. I have who a personal doesn't. IT guy. Well, that's you ordered him from us, but um let's not talk about that. Let's um, not talk about where I got my IT guy from. Drew well, me. well, anyway, um you so you can get this at backslash Drudy Not Drudy.Trudy. That is the arrivals and they suck. So don't go there. Their products are trash. And if you go to Judy.Trudy.com, you can see some dark shit, so don't go there. That's where uh, we sell kidneys and black, no, black I that's mean, not where we sell it. That's where people I mean, sell it. That is Trudy. where people sell For God's sake, you're going to fucking blow our cover. Again. Let's move on. Back to the podcast. <laughs> All right, so welcome back. Um, so then when Stanley leaves the cabin, he goes back to his hole, and it's already been dug. And he's like, "Thank you guys," and they're like, "Don't look at us. It was zero. So zero helped him out. Stanley goes over to him and says, "Why'd you dig my hole, man?" He goes, "You didn't steal the sunflower seeds." And he goes, "Neither did you. Neither did you." And zero says, "You didn't steal the shoes either." So clearly Zero knows something about these shoes. Um, Zero's got the inside scoop. Yeah. And then Stanley says, do you still want to learn how to read? And Zero says, sure. So then we get another cut of uh, all the boys in the cafeteria and Mr. Sir serving the food. And you can see the long cut scars, burns basically on his face from getting slapped. And he's pissed off. He is right not a happy so. camper, pun intended. And then he's filling their water at the water truck. And he goes, you thirsty, Stanley? And then he's like, yes, Mr. Sir. <laughs> and then he just lets the water run and doesn't fill up his canteen. And then Zero uh, helps him. <clears throat> gives like, him gives some, him of, his some water. of his water. And then he's talking to him about what he thinks the gold tube is. Um, and he's explaining that he thinks it's kissing Kate Barlow. The KB. KB. 
And then we flash, we do like a little bit of montage. a montage of Kate killing people and having a good time. <laughs> Riding on her horse with her crew. And then we go back to Stanley and Zero, and Stanley is now teaching Zero how to read and write. We learn and a little bit more about Zero and his mom and how um, his mom, in order to get by, like they were homeless for a lot of the time and he would have to wait in parks for his mom to come back and all this and stuff. And sometimes she just wouldn't come back. Yeah. And there was one time <clears> when she didn't come back ever. And then he was basically put into a, f- a foster. Yeah. He doesn't really have like a guardian. So he was, he, what is he? A ward of the state. That's what they call yeah. him. So um, he's then, that skin. But we also find out that uh, this is when Zero agrees to help Stanley dig his holes so that Stanley won't be so tired. Yeah. To help him learn how to read or whatever. Which the other guys do not approve of. No. And they're, they're, they're like, it. oh, you and your slave, which I mean, uh, it does look like that to the outside eye. <laughs> yeah. And then. And then um, Zigzag beats the shit out of Stanley. Yeah, they start beating each other up. Zigzag's mad. And then, and then Zero, Zero almost kills Zigzag again. Yeah, he chokes out Zigzag like the icon that Zero is. And <laughs> then the warden has to get involved. And they're all sitting there. Well, I guess they're standing there. <laughs> Pendanski's explaining what happened. And they're just saying, the heat gets to you. You know, we are getting aggressive and we're all upset. And Zigzag goes, yeah, and Stanley doesn't even dig his own hole. Yeah. And Warden's like, what? And then we learn about their whole deal. The Warden says, okay, no more reading lessons and you're going to dig your own hole. Yeah. And Stanley's like, well, what if I dig my own hole and, and I still, still teach, teach him, how, him to read? how to read? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And they're like, they're, you're not here for that. And then Pendanski continues to be a fucking asshole. And he's like, Zero is a like basically a hopeless case. There's no point. And um, he keeps going on and on. And then he picks up a shovel and he says, well, because Pendanski says D-I-G, what does that spell? Yeah. And then Zero picks up the s- shovel, whacks Pendanski on the side knocks of the him head. Fucking, fucking knocks him out. And then says, dig. And then he starts running. And it's the most iconic thing it's amazing. in the whole world. He starts running. Stanley's like, yeah, Zero, go, go. Um, and then sh- they're... They're talking about should we be worried? Should we go look for him? And they're like, nobody knows. He's a ward of the state. Nobody is. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And then he comes. Stanley comes into the tent and says, "I care." With tears in his eyes, and I (laughs) want to cry. So then Stanley's kind of he's still worried. He's looking out and calling out into the desert for Zero to come back. He's really worried. We get introduced to a new character, Twitch. Twitch. Who is taking Zero's place basically? Because mm-hmm. there's no an spot. And he is like a joyride. Like he likes to steal cars and joyride. Yeah, specifically them. cars. And all the guys are kind of like arguing at one point, and Twitch is talking to Stanley, and you can see that he's telling him the best way to steal this car or to hotwire it or, or take it. So then Stanley drives away with the water truck, but it gets stuck in a fucking hole, and then all that water is dumping out, and he runs out of the truck. It's like, couldn't you have at least waited for your canteen to be filled? Because now you have no water and Zero has no water when you go find him. <laughs> yeah. But now everyone's cheering Stanley on and he runs to go find Zero. Yeah. Now they have a pro- Now the warden and Pendanski, they all have a problem because Stanley, people do care about Stanley. Like his parents, <laughs> he has letters. people who will look for him. Right, exactly. And, and there's he's a, not just a ward of the state. There's mm-hmm. a social worker who like comes in. A little bit later, yeah. And she, yeah, because she wants to see Stanley because we find out there's evidence that he's innocent. That's the reason that she comes. Remember? They said. That's not till a little bit later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So because right right now we're we're going to. Stanley's basically looking for Zero. Yeah. And finds him. Under a boat. Under a boat. That just has peaches, like a, like old jars of like peaches, something that tastes like peaches. I yeah. guess that Zero's been calling sploosh. Yeah, and um, they're like eating it, drinking it, which disgusting. I'm sorry, a <laughs> yeah. hundred year old fucking peaches and <laughs> really jars. Gross. That's disgusting. <clears throat> but they're like, hey, it's pretty good, and that's how Zero's been surviving out there. And then Zero says, "What's Mary what is, what is Mary Well. And then he shows him the boat. And then this is when Stanley's like, we got to get out of here. Like, I did, couldn't bring enough water. I tried to drive the truck here, but we got to go. And and then Zero's like, I'm not going back. We didn't mention that Mary Lou is the name of the donkey of Sam's. And it was, uh, and it was his the boat. name of his boat. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Anyway, so then they're sitting there trying to figure out what to do, right? I think we get a flashback to, not a flashback, but a, um, we didn't mention this. It's a little bit before this, but it's like a flashback to before Stanley was arrested. And his grandpa is telling him about mm-hmm. how his great-grandfather found salvation on God's thumb. Yeah, because he was also stranded in the desert because of kissing Kate Barlow. Right, and this basically the, the treasure that the, all these people are looking for was this great-grandfather's like treasure chest of gold and shit that kate barlow stole yeah yeah so then they're sitting there and they look out to the mountains and it looks like a big thumb Mm -hmm. so then they decide to climb it because stanley was like well that's got to be god's thumb yeah that's got to be the place my great-grandfather went when he was stranded out here which that would be so cool like if you knew that like you trek the same place that your great-grandfather can even if it was like a great-great-grandfather yeah and or you like got just to an walk, ancestor. You got to walk the same footsteps that they did. Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. That's a really cool thing to think about. So they're climbing and climbing and they get to really high. And this is kind really of high. like the most intense scenes because like certain death is around the corner <laughs> for these two gentlemen. Yeah. At every turn. Yeah, because they get to one point where it's super high. Stanley almost uh, falls. Almost falls and Zero has to get him, basically get him with the shovel, but... In turn, Zero has now cut his fingers. Yeah. Sorry, cut his hands. Cut his hands. He's also exhausted. And he's from tiny. Climbing. He's tiny. He, he's he been without water for a couple, Longer. a couple more days than Stanley has. So then he's puking. Um, yeah, so then he's puking and, and uh, Stanley, Stanley has okay. to carry him. Yep. Which, uh, we'll, which we'll get to. Which we, 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 can, we can kind of say this, though. Because Hector acknowledges it before his last name is zeroni which is why they call him zero so his name is hector zeroni he's obviously a descendant of madame zeroni right so it's very important because that now he ends up carrying him up yeah and then mountain. he he also sings that song mm-hmm. uh, if only if only the which, woodpecker I mean, size because he's heard that song from his grandparents yeah and his dad like his whole, his life. whole life so they're up there they're eating these onions well they find water so then yeah. he wakes Zero up by getting him in the water. And yeah, they find these onions. They eat a shit ton of them. They're like sweet onions. They're the sweet onions that Sam used to go across to yeah. harvest. Um, and then this is when the social worker <clears throat> comes and is like, hey, because basically at this point now, curse is broken. Yeah. A Yelnets has carried a Zeroni up the mountain and had him drink from the stream. And they magically find evidence that Stanley did not steal the shoes. They magically find evidence that Stanley didn't steal the shoes. Henry Winkler finds out that peaches and onions is a secret for shoes not smelling like anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't smell anything. And now that social worker is coming over going, I need Stanley to get out of here because he's innocent. And the warden says something like, well, I can't let him go without a court order. So then the social worker is upset. She leaves and she's like, I'll be fucking back. And now the warden and Mr. Sir, all of them are worried. Yeah. Because they're like, uh, shit, we need to find them or. <laughs> Sorry. So Mel and I right now, we have the movie playing in the background so like we can skim through. And I, there's, I have closed captions on and I have never noticed, but Stanley says, I've been farting all night, couldn't sleep. <laughs> you never noticed that? No. <laughs> that is the funny. How have you not noticed that line? I've been farting all night. I can't sleep. Yeah. Um. And then this is when we get Zero's side of the story of what happened. He was at that charity for homeless people and he took the shoes. And he was running away. And then when he heard the police trying to come after him, he threw the shoes off the side of a bridge, which then landed on Stanley's head. So uh, they kind of talk about destiny and fate and how it was meant to be and that Stanley's not upset about it. Mm-hmm. And then he um, he says something like, I feel lucky because now it's and nighttime. And Zero's like, yeah, I feel that too. And then uh, he's like, let's go dig one more hole. I've got a good feeling. So then they run all the way back to camp. They find the hole and it's the one that he originally found the tube mm-hmm. of lipstick in. Mm-hmm. Which has a rock that suspiciously looks like Eartha Kitt. <laughs> yeah, suspiciously Madame Zeroni's there. <laughs> and we flash back again to Kate. Um, but this is after 
pretty much everyone. The lake has dried up. The lake's dried up. Everyone's like dead, basically, yeah. from that town. Yeah. And she's like exhausted and like ready to die. She's like, I've done enough killing and robbing and kissing. And, and she sees like hallucinates Sam in the yeah. desert and. She's like, I miss you. I want to see you. Then we see an older version of Trout with his wife, who was one of Kate's like students, students which is so gross. <laughs> but honestly, that tracks because he's a creep. Yep. And then she says <laughs> the great line, uh, you, your, your children, children and your children's children. children. We'll dig for another hundred years and you will never, never find, find it because they're trying to find the treasure. Yep. Then a yellow spotted litters- litters? <laughs> lizard comes out of the, the boat. <clears throat> Which is, this is the Mary Lou boat. Yeah. Like, that's where she's dying, which, honestly, super cute, super sad. It's depressing. It's very sad. And she basically kills herself lets, with the lizard. Let's the, yeah. Lizard bite her and she dies. Yeah. So then Zero gets shovels and they're digging, digging, and then they get caught once, or technically I should say they find the treasure chest, mm-hmm. they pull it out, and then that's when they get caught by the warden Mr. Sir and Pendansky. And they're like, you found the treasure. Uh, the warden's like, give it to us. But now all these yellow spotted lizards have come out of the hole that the treasure was in. And they are on all over Stanley and Zero and the treasure chest. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're, but they're not, they're like, oh, let's not worry about it. They'll die because these lizards don't, they don't mess around. They don't play. But they will kill these two you. just spent the entire day eating onions. Which, if you recall, <laughs> Sam, at the beginning of the movie, says, yellow spotted lizards don't like my onions. Mm-hmm. So, so they've been eating uh, all of these sweet onions, so they smell like onion. And so now they're kind of at a standstill. And and the, the lizards are like, well, we're not going to bite them. They smell like fucking onion. Which, honestly, same. <laughs> I am the lizards. <laughs> then we get the iconic scene. The warden's talking about when she was a kid. And her grandpa, Trout, would make her dig out all day, every day, out Mm -hmm. in the desert, looking for the treasure. And then we get the great scene where she goes, I'm tired of this, Grandpa! And he says, that's just too damn bad! It's (laughs) It's so good! I love it! It's the best! I also love that it's a flashback, but it's like, it's... Like a two-second scene, but it's so iconic. They spent so much time on his makeup yeah. just for that scene. Also, also, we found out yeah. when we were watching this, well, Melissa found out that the guy who plays Trout passed away like six, six months, months before, before the, the movie, movie re- was even released, so he never got to see it, and that yeah. is so, so hard. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. And uh, so then, now it's daytime. They've been out there all night waiting for these lizards to leave, and they're not leaving. And Zero realizes on the treasure chest... Is Stanley Elnat's name? Yeah, because now he knows how to read. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he says, "Is Yelnats? Is Stanley? Is your first name your last name spelled backwards?" Yeah, and then he's like, "Yeah, yeah it is." Then the social worker shows up, and she is fucking pissed because now they're sitting in a fucking hole with a bunch of dangerous lizards around them. Yep, and the warden is just saying they came out here and. Took my trunk and went into this hole and haven't we haven't been able to get them out because of the lizards. And then Stanley's like, what? I'm we're not, not a thief. thief. Yeah, we're not thieves. He's like, this is, th- we found this. Then he j- jumps out of the hole and, and the, the lizards, lizards are like, <laughs> scatter. Yeah, they just leave his body. So he could have done that the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> they all could have. Zero picks up the treasure chest, walks out of the hole. The warden tries to take it and Zero says, no, it has his name on it. Stanley yell Nats. And then they take the treasure chest with them. We're back at like the cafeteria mess hall area. Mm-hmm. And the guys come out and say, they're alive. <laughs> yeah. Which is, well, it's really zigzag. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, they're alive. And then they all run out. And the warden is still trying to get the treasure chest. And y'all, if you're watching along, get ready to see Redheaded Extra. <laughs> Just working their ass off. Yeah. And the social worker has also brought like, um, is he a sheriff? Yes, because they said you're going to need a court order to bring him. Right. So then she brought the sheriff with her. Yeah, because she was like, I ain't taking no second chances. Yeah. So then he recognizes Mr. Sir as a criminal that he's been wanted and he's, like, trying to find him. Marion the librarian. And Dr. Pendansky is not actually a doctor. Nope. Which is so creepy. Yep. And they basically find out this whole thing is 
fucked lie. up lie. So now they're all under investigation. And armpit is like, tell my mom if you when you get out, tell my mom that I love her and I'm sorry, which is I know. And then it rains. For the first Let time the in a hundred years, again. it rains. Yep. And they're all excited. Everyone is dancing around in the fucking rain. And Stanley wants to take Zero with him. And the social worker's like, well, I guess that happened before the whole yeah. they get Well, because they're like, arrested. hey, we need the file on Hector Zeroni. And they've already gotten rid of the, the file. There's not a ton of information on him anyway. They're like, why? You don't have a file on this guy? Yeah, and they're and like, then that's, when, that's they... when they're like, all right, we're shutting this place down. <laughs> so now Zero uh, and Because Zero Caveman doesn't have a file, are... they're like, well, well, I guess we can take him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is guess really we're going to take him. Well, you don't have a file? We're kidnapping him. Yeah. So as it's raining, they get in the car, drive away. Everyone's dancing in the rain to Hillary Duff's Come Clean. Just kidding. <laughs> I literally was singing that. Did I you know. Hear? I know. I wish that was the song that played. Let the rain. And there's that great part where the warden says, Stanley, just let me see the chest. Just let like, open it up. And he goes, excuse, excuse me? me? And then shuts the trunk. It's great. Then we're back at the house. They're opening Hector, up the treasure chest. Stanley, his the mom family. and dad, grandpa. They open it up and they realize it's like millions of millions of dollars yeah. worth and, of treasure. And, and Stanley's like, okay, wait. Half before, of this. Before we do anything, half of this is going to Hector. Hector. Especially because he helped dig it up. Yeah. Um, and then this is when he says, my best friend Hector Zeroni. And the grandpa's like, did you say Zeroni? And, and he, he like freaks out. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love this kid because he's Zeroni. He's like, our curse has been lifted. The so- curse is broken. So then Hector uses the money that he has to hire a team of private investigators to find his mom. Oh my gosh. Makes you it's cry just, every time. It's genuinely like the sweetest part of the movie. And the, he finds his mom. She gets off the bus and they run towards each other and hug and it's beautiful. And makes you want to weep. And then the end of the movie is they have moved into this nice new house. Rick Fox, who's playing. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, we didn't even mention Sweet the- Feet, Clyde Livingston. You know, you know, fan of mine. <laughs> you know, fan of mine. Who's the guy that the shoes were stolen? Yeah, Sweet Feet's shoes. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so now he's like friends with them because it's all was worked out, you know. Yeah. So he makes a commercial for Sploosh for the peaches and onions. Peaches and onions thing. Which that has also Henry Winkler came up with. Yeah, has also added to their wealth. Right. So now Henry Winkler is rich because he invented a way to get rid of smelly feet with peaches and onions. And I'm assuming Hector also is getting some of this because he named it Sploosh. Probably. Yeah. So they're just rich. Uh, money solves everything. <laughs> I'm kidding. But also the camp got shut down, so all those kids were free to leave. So now all them are there with them at the pool party. Um, yeah, because they, they ended up opening the camp up for girls. A girls yeah, because camp. the lake has started to fill again. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the end of the movie. And then we get... We get the whole theme song, basically. And It's all the kids rapping It always bothers me. Whenever we watch this, Melissa will turn it off before that song comes on. I want to punch her in the face every single time. All right, so moral of the story for me is <laughs> yes. Hmm. I mean, there's quite a few, I feel. Mine is money solves everything. When you find a treasure, your life is ultimately better. Um, That's what I learned. And honestly, I kind of think it's true. <laughs> I think sometimes it takes... It takes um, a lot of bad things. <laughs> what? Like bad, like, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what you're trying to say either. Here's another one. When you make. <laughs> yeah, you just give like three. Yeah, here's another covered. one. When you make deals and promises with people, follow through on them. Um, Don't, don't scam out on them. Because you could be cursed, man. Karma's a bitch. And then your family's cursed for years and years. And you know what? This is also a lesson of reparations. Reparations were made. Zero was carried up the mountain, given water to drink. And now everyone's stronger because of it. 
Wow. How about that? Um, mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter that, oh, I didn't do that. My ancestors did that. No, you can still make reparations for their wrongdoings, can't you? Generational curses can be broken. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> it just takes one. Addison Road. All right. Bye. <laughs> You got to go and dig those holes. Man, I'm tired. With broken hands and withered souls, emancipated from all you know. You got to go and dig those holes. Watch me. Watch me. Come on, Eric. Come on, Eric. Take it off.